This is Katie, and I co-host the podcast you're about to listen to with my best buddy, Eva. Quick warning that this show is incredibly explicit. Uh, We are two queer, dirty birds talking about steamy paranormal, sci-fi, and fantasy romance and erotica. Spoilers will abound for everything we read, excerpts may be shortened, and whole sections skipped because, to be honest, we're not exactly here for the plot. So, you've been warned, on to the show. Is that children outside? Gross. (laughs) (laughs) This is a not safe for children podcast. Uh, Please leave. Get out of here. It's like a grumpy old woman. Hey, we're recording a podcast in here. (laughs) Anyway, back to getting tail fucked. is so fucked from screaming skater boy at my birthday karaoke last night okay something must be in the air because as i was like running to the ferry i was imagining what avril lavigne song i was going to (laughs) sing and i was between skater boy and complicated oh complicated is such a classic too man i'm also quite hungover from my birthday but look at you now you're here? Yeah. I hauled myself out of bed and drove to the other side of the city so that I could talk about snake pussy with you. That's and friendship. That's, that's friendship. That's commitment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's showing up. There's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, where to start? This is our first Monster Girl. <gasps> You're right. And this is our first lesbian romance. Oh, my God. It's like... I think I didn't really clock that because I was like, I'm in my comfort space now. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this feels just so good. This feels like pulling on some warm socks fresh out the dryer. Katie, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, Have you ever (laughs) (laughs) U-hauled? Answer truthfully. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I knew it. You've shown your cards. So it's kind of a lesbian, a la dollar bean trope that, uh, you know, when two ladies meet and they fall in love really, really fast, they just are very willing to jump in and commit. And so they end up renting a U-Haul and moving in together uh, very quickly in a relationship. And I was so delighted to find that in this book with a sexy Naga princess and a hot footch lady... They U-Haul within, like, a week of meeting each other. I feel so called out right now. (laughs) I think I've U-Hauled, like, twice. (gasps) Katie! (laughs) That's amazing. Didn't work out, but, you know. What was the time frame here? Yeah, we're just going to delve into this a little. (laughs) Um, Oh, boy. (laughs) First one, uh, I would say after we started dating like a month so that's not crazy oh it's a little crazy uh, but like, it's not crazy but without fast these these ladies were moving yeah uh the other one was uh zero to a hundred so i had been talking to someone online no this is like probably how old was i was this a tumblr like, relationship yeah this is a tumblr relationship how did i clock that instantly because of course it was it's already toxic <laughs> 
Uh, and me and my bestie, uh, we had we drove to Salt Lake City, Utah, to pick them up. Oh my god! And then we drove. Was this your first time meeting them? Yeah. <gasps> lived with me that's amazing oh it's so bad okay but what if they were a sexy naga princess i mean my whole life would be different yeah Yeah. uh i would be neck deep (laughs) in that snake pussy yeah in that snake pussy (laughs) with that rattle tail a rattling baby Uh, what did we read I know you were about to ask me, but I beat ah, you. Ah, damn it. I, I was trying you. to get to it. We're on one today, folks. Oh, God. Um, this week, we read Little Taste of Need by Cleo Evans. Um, it is the seventh book in the Creature Cafe series. Apparently, there's just an entire series about monster fucking and, like, little meat cutes. And this is the seventh book. Yeah, I definitely deep dove us. I was like, okay, okay, where's the lesbian one? And... <laughs> Honestly, good move. But I'm it seems mad. like there's a lot of like really diverse like relationship representation throughout that series. Yeah, there's another one about a thruple I saw. I was like, oh, so sweet. Love it. Yeah. That being said, there were definitely like hints of the rest of the books because this was book seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Getting but- that main character energy off of all of the side characters. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, who are these people? Sorry, am I supposed to know who these people are? I would say for our purposes, there was enough context clues that we picked up on that I cared about their relationship. It it stood on its own. It did. The only thing that I just have to say up front. Mm -hmm. So this whole world, uh, there's like a barista matchmaker. Yes. Who matches humans and monsters or creatures. uh, In the titular creature cafe. Yes. Uh, and everyone just says the, the barista. barista and it's always capitalized. That's just like this being's name, the barista. the barista. And he's like incredibly powerful. I love this. <laughs> and if you have not like felt the gravitas of certain baristas, some of them are, I think like magical demigods. Yeah. This is what they're like in reality. And I'm like, you could do anything you want to me or to anyone. You have all the power here. I'm afraid you're going to judge me for my order. <laughs> and and also I'm in love with you. Also I'm in love with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just the idea that this like very powerful being in this world is just the barista, a little, a little bean bro. Yeah. Uh, it just tickled me. It was delightful. I imagine that he's a central character in all of these little yeah little I think monster he's, matches. he's the string yeah. that threads through all of these all of these creatures but our story does not follow the barista per se Mm-mm. uh it is about one of the matches he makes yes uh between a human woman and a naga princess <laughs> full stop <laughs> Nagas, that's new for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I imagine not everybody knows what a Naga is. Do you want to describe her or uh, Nagas in general? I understand them as like kind of like a snake centaur. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like ha- like human from like the hips up and then snake hips down. And there might be some like, you know, little shimmery scales periodically. Yeah. 
you know, on their skin or whatever. But they're just human-snake hybrids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like the idea, though, that in order to, like, support, like, a fully human torso, they have to be giant tails. Yes. So they're, like, huge. So she's big. She's big. And I am... I was in trouble with her. <laughs> I know, me too. A little bit. I'm glad we're on the same page. Um, <clears throat> before we get too far ahead of ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, let's read the freaking summary. Do you want to do it this week or do you yeah, want me to do it? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. You'll do it. I'll do it. Naomi wants someone to let her treat them like royalty. Someone she can mesmerize. The barista introduces Naomi to Ella, a human that is very new to the world of fangs and claws, but excited to meet her very own monster. Ella quickly becomes Naomi's princess, the two of them diving into their relationship. When troubles from the past come around, everyone bands together to stand against their enemies. Even with more and more monsters siding with Lucifer, uh... Just dropping that one in, no context. (laughs) No one can tear apart two hearts in love. I'm going to provide the context. (laughs) I'm going to provide that, okay. Uh, We don't get much of it. Like one sentence. Uh, The barista and Lucifer are like on two sides of a war. Yeah, they're factions, monster factions. And the barista's like, monsters and humans can and should fall in love and fuck each other as much as they want. Lucifer's like, uh-uh, no way. And th- I think that's it. Yeah, I think that is the nutshell <laughs> of the conflict here. <sighs> Who are our main players here? I think I'm going to start with the human love interest here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ella. Ella is, like, when I was in, like, probably my most, like, queer presenting, like, Tumblr phase of my life, someone that I tried to look like. I can totally see that. I've seen screenshots of you from Tumblr and... I had silver hair that was a pixie cut for a hot second. Incredible. (laughs) And I was like, man, if only I'd found my Naga princess at that time. But uh, Ella is... Not in Salt Lake City, I guess. (laughs) No. Definitely not. <laughs> Ella is, you wrote a futch sweetie pie, short silver hair, and a like kind of a playfully mask style. Mm-hmm. But like, again, that perfect middle point between femme and butch. Yeah, futch. futch. Exactly. She has a cat named Morticia. Amazing. And two goldfish. I forget their names. It's like ooey and gooey or something. Yeah, or like yeah. Globby and blobby. And she loves her goldfish. And I, Ella is such a vibe. <laughs> I know. Um, and she, I think, has friends who have matched with monsters, mm-hmm. but hasn't really interacted with many of them before. She is someone I would say suffers from like a little bit of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Generally, she grapples with some like imposter syndrome stuff throughout this book. Mm-hmm. To me, she seems like very sharp. Like I think a little bit like early Janelle Monet style, mm. like with like suits and like very fitted and like sharp is how I would describe like when she was going out. I think one of my favorite guilty pleasures, not even a guilty pleasure. We're talking about monster fucking. Yeah, That's my on. guilty pleasure. My favorite just like pure pleasure in books like this, ever really just any book, is a nice description of an outfit. Yes. And there were lots of those in here. And her style, mwah. Yeah, I think she, when she went to meet the uh, the love interest, the monster love interest, she had like this like overall combo like, on. And I was like, hot. you are. What? And it's like, you're also describing someone to me that is queer coded yeah, in that's the, a queer the way person. that they dress. Yeah. And I was like, wow, 
Cleo Nailed Evans. It. You got Cleo. it. Cleo. I mentioned that Ella has some like anxiety stuff that bubbles up throughout this book. Also, I would be anxious and like shitting myself if I had to go meet my Naga princess. Yes. Um, the other love interest, mm-hmm. the monster of the week, is Naomi. Naomi. Naomi could just get. She could swallow she, me whole. Yeah, please, in fact. She could digest me for months on end. She is uh, powerful. She's hot. I think she was described as pretty femme presenting mm-hmm. generally. Dark honey skin. She has like these like long black braids. Icy silver eyes that have like the like little slit, like mm. the snake slit. Mm-hmm. She has a forked tongue. Oh, and that'll come into play. Uh, she also at like because she's half fucking snake uh, has like a rattle snake tail. So, mm-hmm. so like it's like kind of bulbousy, which also comes into play in all the ways you were thinking, you fucking perverts. <laughs> Yeah, and also, like, down, um, I guess, at the bottom of her torso, her dark honey skin starts to give way to these beautiful iridescent, like, green and purple scales. And I was like, that... Gorgeous. For some reason, holographic feels very gay to me. (laughs) Like, shimmery stuff. We're claiming this as queer culture. Iridescence. Sorry, yeah. That's ours. Iridescence is ours now. We get it. We get that. We get rainbows. We get all the good shit. Yeah. She's also, I think, and I might be wrong, you'll have to remind me, but one of the first love interests that is, like, explicitly a black person. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And it's, like, there's no, like, other stuff about it. It's just kind of nice that it's, like, you're already a fucking Naga princess. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, like, there was something about the way the author wrote it where it wasn't about the fact that she was black. Yeah. It was just a good character. Exactly. Who happened to be black that I was, like... Good job. Hell yeah. Um, Actually, she treated queerness the same way because this entire book, the fact that they're gay or lesbian or queer isn't really mentioned. It's just kind of like, yeah. Uh, uh. It's like, oh, the uh, things that make me less privileged generally in society are not the things that are my personality or yeah, actually innately or me. The conflict here, yeah, as it turns out. Duh. So nice. Just good. I think that that's a... That's a reoccurring trope in queer media, I think, that a lot of the struggles of these narratives of, like, movies and books and stories about queer people centers around the queerness. And I think that the people are just, by and large, getting a little tired of that. Like, make some queer characters and give them something else to worry about, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, can't it just be, like... Like a hot succubus ex-girlfriend who's very jealous and violent. Which is, I think, a universal experience. We all have this ex. We do. <laughs> do they live in Salt Lake City? No, it's a different one. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. Uh, back to this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are like the two. Those are, those are, that's the love interest. That's the couple of the week. And uh, immediately they are just like into each other yeah they get coffee once and then they spend the next week just texting each other for all my relationships it's either been like zero to a thousand (laughs) or uh especially for like when i've been with uh other like femme presenting individuals or like other women yeah uh it's been like the slowest burn (laughs) like months 
So not the case here. Of then dating like a friend of theirs in the community uh-huh. and then like That's so gay. I know. <laughs> That's so gay, Katie. <sighs> but it's just how it how it be. So mm. this was the the forward. Some content warnings. Mm-hmm. I didn't look these up ahead of time, so I'm just gonna go off the top of my head. There's some violence. There is some explicit sexual content. <laughs> what? Um, there is like consensual, like BDSM stuff, mm-hmm. like whipping. Um, there is hypnotism, mm-hmm. which is a big one in this one. Yeah. Uh, there is like kidnapping, kind of. Yeah. Or like abduction. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is there? Snakes. Oh, <laughs> content warning. Fully just snakes. <laughs> snakes um i think that's kind of that's like the that's not bad for us yeah that's a pretty short list it's honestly rather tame yeah (laughs) this is a very wholesome book about a femdom bdsm (laughs) it is wholesome um i do have like a couple of things before we get on to like the show itself and the sex scenes Uh, a few notes that i had in my app Mm -hmm. in like the first or second chapter there was a description when they go into this coffee shop to meet each other for the first time mm-hmm. ellis says i wasn't surprised to see a sexy succubus sipping a chai while reading a book about bdsm and i wrote to myself is this eva <laughs> <laughs> that is me um, thanks for noticing the other one was just when they first met, there was like a very lovely highlighted section that most other people highlighted where she's like looking at Ella, her human like date, uh, and says, hello, so you're my human date. And Ella says, yes, I hope so. I mean, if I'm not, then I am now. I'll fight a bitch. <laughs> I was like, oh, like she's very like nervous, you guys. but she's also like kind of smooth with it. Yeah. And it, I find that energy very charming. Yeah. It's like, you know, and you're not trying to like make yourself seem cooler than you are. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, I'm leaning in. This exactly. is a character trait. So this first scene takes place after the second date that Ella and Naomi go on where they go to a monstrous party at her father's mansion. Yeah, I'm going to be fully honest. I don't remember what the party was for. Was it just a C&B scene kind of situation? Uh, that sounds right. I don't think it was cool. really. I don't know. It was like a political mixer of some kind. Dope. Because Naomi's father is like the Naga king or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, what does that mean? I don't it's know. Like, I don't know what that means. Cool. It's not important. Great. <laughs> but oh, there's we like also a- know, sorry, speaking of uh, Naomi's father, is are Naomi's parents in a thruple? Yes. With a guard? With a guard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who, cool. is a, who is a vampire, I believe? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. I think I just fully stopped and I was like, oh, they're all together. And also another parental figure for Naomi. And yeah. I was like, that's so great. It's wonderful. It takes a village. It does. To raise a fierce Naga princess yes, dominatrix. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, they'd just been at this party. Uh, they had like a run-in with Naomi's like super hot succubus ex-girlfriend who's also just like super toxic and like came to start a scene. 
and Naomi got super angry. And what happens when she gets angry is like her fangs extend, her like snake fangs, mm-hmm. and these are dripping venom. And she has to like wash her mouth out before she can like kiss Ella again whenever that happens, or else she could just <laughs> accidentally poison her uh her lover. I hate it when that happens. So this is from Naomi's point of view. And it does flip back and forth, which is something that we always appreciate in these scenes. By the time I finished washing my mouth out and had undressed, I needed Ella more than anyone else I had needed before. I had shaken away the dark thoughts about Aurora. That's the ex. Wishing I could still have fought her. Perhaps it was the more monster part of me, but I'd wanted to start an all-out battle just because she had called Ella a piece of meat. I'm also kind of like, call me a piece of meat. I know. (laughs) Mommy? (laughs) I moved into my room, pausing in the doorway. Ella was on my bed and completely naked. Which is bold. What a move. It's like going full naked, unprompted immediately. I don't think I have been with someone. Especially on the second date and their first sexual encounter. That is very bold. And also their first time with... A monster? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, all the cards out on the table. Yeah, she's like, I'm game. Lust stabbed through me, and I bit my lower lip, a low moan leaving me. I thought you might like to come back to me like this, princess. Fuck. She really was perfect. I do like coming back to you like this, I said, moving towards the edge of the bed. Spread your legs for me, love. Ella's skin flushed pink as she spread her legs, her pussy gleaming back at me. She was already wet, her scent filling the room. Does she do that, like, snake scent thing? (laughs) So, like, does her tongue, like... Yeah, I would imagine so. Um, I think there's also a scene later that... I don't think we're going to be talking about it on the podcast, but it's in the BDSM dungeon, and I think that Naomi describes, like, seeing heat. Yeah, she's got thermal vision. She's she's a snake, folks. (laughs) Did you touch yourself while you were waiting? I asked, quirking a brow. Yes, she whispered, her eyes dark as she watched me. Ella, I moaned, lust pulsing in my veins. I could scent her arousal, the edge of panic that had been there since the date had started, finally gone. Crawl to me. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, when this happened, I was like, okay, I'm going to like this one. (laughs) Squeak. Her lips parted, and I wondered what she would do. Would she obey me? Ella immediately launched herself towards me, crawling across the bed. I cupped her face, kissing her. She groaned, leaning into me. Up, I said, moving back. I narrowed my eyes as she slid off the bed, standing in front of me. I wound my arms around her waist and pulled her against me. Would you like a lesson on Naga anatomy? I whispered, pressing my lips against the curve of her neck. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Dude, dude, please. Uh (laughs) Sure. Before you read this, what was your guess about the Naga anatomy? So I love the way that it turns out, and we'll get to it. I was imagining just like a slit down the front, which is not far off. You're not far off. But I think that it is beautifully embellished upon. Mm Mm-hmm. Or would you like to know what it feels like for a monster to fuck you? (laughs) You're not a monster, she gasped. I most certainly am, (laughs) I said, moving my tail. 
I began to coil it around the two of us, sliding my hands down her soft hips. I didn't want her to be scared. If she was scared of me, then I had done something wrong. Oh, good. Yeah. A plus. Healthy power exchange dynamics. Are you scared of me? I asked. Not of you, she answered, her face softening. I'm scared that the barista gave you someone undeserving and now you're stuck with me and then you'll hate me and I'll die as an old, bitter woman. Ella, I cut in, (laughs) trying not to laugh at the absurdity because this was what she was feeling. Ella, I don't know how to tell you this, but the barista isn't a god. I mean, he's powerful. He has some insane power. He's a little crazy. But just because he matched us doesn't mean we're absolute. He doesn't make our relationship. He doesn't tell you or me how to behave or what to do. I leaned in closer, holding her face. He asked me what I wanted, and you want to know what I told him? Yes, she breathed out, her bottom lip quivering. I resisted the urge to bite it, and instead tightened my tail even more around us. It was long and thick and had now created a scaled wall of safety. I want to be held by this giant tail. Honestly, the constriction stuff here gets me. Do you think it's like strong enough where she could like lift you with it? Certainly. I think that she does at some point, in fact. Oh my God. I want to be, yeah, great. (laughs) (laughs) I told him that I wanted a woman who wanted to be hypnotized. Someone that wanted to be whipped, spanked, and choked. All of the dark things that turn me on, I said. I think I texted you a screenshot, even though we don't talk about it. I was yeah. just like, you just, you just said, oh. oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. Part of me wondered if she would pull away, but she didn't. Her honey brown eyes widened, her lips parting, her scent hit me again, and I groaned, closing my eyes for a moment. Hypnotized, I've never been hypnotized but I like all of those things Ella whispered I've just never had someone who would do them with me what I didn't tell him is that I want someone with whom I can build a life I've been treated like a princess my entire life and I want to treat someone like that for once I want someone who I can whip while we're fucking and then make dinner for and cuddle after oh damn it's so fucking sweet and hot at the same time I want someone who will let me tie their shoes and then let me make them come until they can't breathe. And I don't know if that will be what we have, but if it's what you want too, then we can certainly try. I want this a lot. I want someone who can do those things. My entire life, I've always taken care of others. I'm used to taking care of myself too. I don't have a family by blood. My family is through my friends, through Melody. But I want I want to be with someone. Chosen family, baby. This is hitting like all I like know. the queer love tropes mm-hmm. too. Where I'm like, <gasps> yes. I nodded and looped a slender finger through a strand of her silver hair, tugging on the silkiness. I think we're going to have a lot of fun exploring each other. Have you ever been with a creature? No, I'm excited to be, she said, grinning. She was so cute and charming. Everything about her was beautiful, even when she was running around in a panic. Good, I said softly. Well, princess, now you have to tell me what kind of things you like. All the things you said sounded good. Uh, I like a little pain with my pleasure. I've never been hypnotized before, though. I don't know how that works. 
I nodded, thinking about that. We could play around in that mental space if she was open to it, but it would be... But it would require her to be completely open and vulnerable to me. I wanted her to be vulnerable with me, to submit. It's... It's hard to describe, but it requires you to be completely open to me. We could even get to a point where if you're in a trance, if I touched your arm, you could come. Excuse me? (laughs) Greetings. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Imagine. (laughs) I can't. What's your experience with the hypnosis kink, if any? Absolutely nothing. I think for me, the closest parallel is like, some levels of subspace yes so i was gonna talk about that oh yeah because i think it is just like intentionally invoking a state of subspace and so subspace is when you're a submissive in a power exchange scene um it's easy to kind of give up your own agency and enter this almost hypnotic like state where you feel kind of dreamy and floaty and very suggestible it, it is really similar to hypnosis so maybe it is just kind of like harnessing the the power to enter subspace or push somebody else into subspace uh the top seo google search defines it as subspace essentially puts the mind and body in altered states just mm-hmm. like if someone takes a drug or drinks too much alcohol and can sometimes blur the lines Uh, of consent especially in terms of something like bdsm that's why it's vital for dominance to be aware of subspace and responsible for its effects true yeah that sounds intense she laughed but i'm willing to try to be charmed by a snake woman same (laughs) i had hypnotized other women in the past but to do so with the one that would be my mate it wouldn't be like it had been with Aurora. Oh, she's already decided to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Day one, she yeah. decided. Oh, uh, we you, Holland. <laughs> this is it. Mm-hmm. Done. She wasn't anything like the person who had torn my heart in half. Hypnotism didn't just require her to be vulnerable. Yeah, so it's like establishing this level of trust. Yeah. Her body was soft in my arms, and I slid my hand down her stomach, touching her pussy. She groaned, her head tipping back with a gasp as I stroked her clit with two fingers. I could bend her over the bed and lick her bare pussy. Fuck. That feels so good, she rasped. It was going to be insanely hard to not completely ravage her our first time together. She does, though. I know. (laughs) But okay. That's why it was hard. I guess she just did it. You failed. Turn around and bend over the bed. Spread your legs and stay very still. Ella nodded, obeying my command immediately. Her ass was perfect, but it would look a lot better with my handprint. Mm-hmm. What's your safe word, princess? I asked, licking my lips. Uh, I don't know, she said. Hmm, we will need one, princess. Red? I thought about it for a moment, mentally locking her safe word. Okay, if you use the word red at any point, the things that we are doing will end immediately. It's for your safety. If anything that I do to you is too much, you have to promise me you will say something. I promise, Ella said, glancing at me over her shoulder. I want you to hypnotize me. I want you to spank me, choke me, touch me. I'll do anything you want me to. 
What's your safe word? I asked quickly, wanting to see if she would recall it. Red, she responded. Good girl. <laughs> yes. <sighs> ah, nice. I do like the, like, make, like, the triple checking of, like, okay, what is it? Repeat it. Mm-hmm. Tell me. It's possible to become nonverbal in subspace sometimes. And so those verbal safe words are they need to be really drummed in and it's also sometimes good to have a backup non-verbal safe word just like making a hand gesture or something oh, yeah, so especially you can if you're like gagged or something oh yeah at that point speak, you need that you need to like a hundred percent if you snap your fingers stay exactly like that i'm going to grab a couple of things from my dresser if you move i will know and i will punish you do you understand <laughs> yes she rasped such an obedient little princess i said smirking How long would it take before she tripped up and I had a reason to punish her? I chuckled and left her waiting there, going to my dresser across the room. I pulled open the top drawer and hummed to myself. I selected a jewel pendant, something to have her focus on to help transition her during the hypnosis. I drew out a bottle of gel lube, a strap-on made just for my body, and a vibrator. (laughs) We all have that drawer. (laughs) Some have multiple. (laughs) I could hear her breaths, her heartbeat. She waited for me so well, wanting everything I was about to do to her. She was mine. I had decided. (laughs) She was just, I know what I want, and it's her. I took everything to the bed and watched her expression as I laid the items out in front of her. I'll be kind, princess, I said into her mind. Oh, yeah. She she can, yeah. She can, like, psychically speak Mm. to people. This startled her, her head whipping up. You can do that? She asked, bewildered. Yes, I responded. In her mind, also still. (laughs) Your choice. Vibrator, strap-on, or hypnosis. Which one first? First? She echoed, her throat dry. (laughs) Yes, which one? Fuck. Hypnosis. (laughs) (laughs) What a vibe. Same. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, We then switch over to Ella's point of view. Her jewel necklace began to sway back and forth in front of my eyes, gleaming in the darkness of the room like a beacon. I followed it with my gaze, relaxing my mind. All the power you have, Naomi murmured, all of that power is not needed here. You have given that power to me. All of your anxiety, your worries. I want this to be done for me right now. I mean, that's the beauty of subbing, right? Is that you are giving up all of your agency and all of your power and kind of all of your worries to this person that you trust deeply. And that's why us anxious babes love to sub. Yeah. I felt the tight grip in my chest slowly unfurl as I watched the necklace swing. None of those exist here. Only your fantasies and desires, the things that you've craved for so long that no one else could show you. I began to tune out her voice, the sound of her scales shifting over each other. Close your eyes. She could ask me to lick every one of her scales, and I would, if that meant she would feel satisfied. It would satisfy me too. I wanted to kiss her, to touch her, obey her. The tone of her words held a sway to them, and I let my mind start to sail into the darkness, imagining a tunnel leading me there. I felt my control slowly release, melting into submission. I wanted her to make me touch myself, to make me touch her. 
Raise your arm for me, princess. I felt my arm move, drawing up by an invisible string, a string I'd given to her and only her. Such a good girl. The way you give everything to me is so beautiful. Can I give you more? I could. I could give her more. I let go of more control, feeling the first sharp edge of vulnerability. I was giving her my soul, unprotected and in need. But she wouldn't hurt me. She would never hurt me. I knew her tail was coiled completely around me now, a shield against everything outside of us. Back and forth. Her finger moved with her voice, the first wave of pleasure engulfing me. A strange tingle filled my body as my muscles completely relaxed. Because I couldn't see anything, all I could focus on were the sensations. The way my skin prickled beneath her touch, the way I was already dripping for her. Spread your legs for me, princess. My legs moved by themselves, those invisible strings parting them. I'm going to taste you, touch you, make you come over and over again. Is that what you want, princess, to be treated like my little queen? I shivered as her fingers found my clit, rubbing it back and forth. Desire burned through me, my nerves lighting up with euphoria. I couldn't do anything without her permission, without her making me, and that included crying out. I want to hear you beg. Can you do that, princess? Also, I love how Naomi is calling Ella princess. I know. It's so sweet. Yeah, just a couple of princesses here, and I love The sound of her voice drew me close to the surface, close to breaking the trance, but her hold was enough to keep me right there, pliant and yielding to exactly what we both wanted. I want you, I heard myself say. I want you to make me cry. (laughs) Damn. Wow. Is that all you want? Your darkest fantasy? My darkest fantasies? The deep ones that had lived inside my mind alone for years? How many times had I imagined someone fucking me until I begged them to stop? How many times had I imagined the way a whip would feel across my back, the sting a reminder that pain and pleasure could be so sweet together? I wanted her to do dark things to me, and for the first time in my life, I wasn't scared to ask. The freedom that came with submitting so absolutely was enough to make me speak. I want you to whip me, I rasped a cry drawn out from me as she continued to stroke my clit. Whip you? And what else? Anything for my princess. I want you to control me, to make me come until I beg you to stop. I want you to lead me around on a leash like a pet. (laughs) Who's a pet play? It's a spicy one that we haven't touched on in the podcast. I'm sure we will. So many firsts. To show everyone that I'm yours and yours alone, I want... I choked on my words, my emotions bubbling to the surface like a torrent wind. Relax, she whispered. You are safe. You can tell me whatever you need to. I promise you won't scare me away. You belong to me now, princess. I want you to constrict me with your tail until I can't breathe. (laughs) (sighs) I don't know why I hadn't considered that when I first picked up this book and I was like, no, Of course there's constriction that's going to happen here. And it sounds so good. I think parts of it sound good. I have some, like, aversion to feeling, like, crushed. Mm, Okay. Personally, I think maybe if I... I think the tail would allow me to stay vertical (laughs) while being crushed. And that might help. Yeah. I'm willing to try. You need a Naga princess. Uh... 
to all my Naga princesses out there, hit me up. <laughs> Just say like, her uh, DMs are open. Hey, what's up? <laughs> oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> and then I want you to fuck me with the tip of it and make me scream. Okay. <laughs> Good. She purred. I felt her lips on my neck, her face nuzzling me. I'll do all those things with you. You'll be my little fuck toy. Isn't that what you want? To be completely mine? Yes. <laughs> That's that good shit. Mm. Mm. It's that good sauce. Mm. That good spice. We like it. It's tasty. I'll worship your clit as no one else has. I promise you, she murmured. I'll fuck you with the tip of my tail, back and forth. The sounds around me began to fade again, and I found myself sailing back into the deep tunnel, falling into the depths of my mind, it was like I had come up to the surface to breathe, and now I was deep diving into a place where only Naomi could be. Bend over for me, princess. My body bent over, my arms moving automatically to plant against her tail. She was wrapped around me, my palms against her scales. My legs were still spread, and now I felt her fingers entering me, stroking me. I knew I was groaning, crying, begging, but this was just the beginning of my submission. This was just the start. Her fingers slid inside of me, and I was already so wet, ready to take the tip of her tail. The sound of her fucking me with just her hand was the only thing I could hear as I sank deeper into my trance. It was buried deep inside of me, hidden beneath years of suppressing myself, of forcing myself to be what society was. I wasn't. I would never be the woman that would have kids and take them to school and have a white picket fence. There was nothing wrong with that, but it wasn't for me. No, I'd chosen to give myself to a monster. Where is this choice? <laughs> it's a, that's the binary of life paths you can choose. You can either um, get married, have 2.5 kids. Uh, suburbanite. Suburbanite, or you can fuck a Naga princess. It's that meme, you know, when the car, like, veers really hard, like, off the interstate. Fuck a monster. Fuck a monster. Go! All I had to do was give. A cry rocketed through me as the first orgasm hit, my mind lighting up like fireworks. It was quick and powerful, drawing me close to the surface of reality before plunging me deeper into the heat of hypnosis. Good girl, her voice praised. I had come for her, the first of many. My mouth is like salivating. <laughs> it's like you have to like pause and like swallow my spit. Mm -hmm. Shivers racked me for a moment, and then I gasped as I felt the flick of her forked tongue. I had not truly considered the benefits of a forked tongue. It can go on both sides both of the clit. Sides, incredible, incredible. Uh, snake innovation, uh, truly. I moaned as she licked me, her tongue dipping inside of me, thrusting in and out. Oh, fuck. The next orgasm was so close behind the first, and I felt my muscles tense, a cry tearing through me. But then her tongue drew back. Tears streamed down my cheeks now, a cloud of desperation rising. Patience. Relax. You will come again, I promise. Trust me. I felt her snake body start to wrap around me, tightening coiling around my curves. My lungs gasped for air and I moaned, the trance still in place. It was like feeling a current while 30 feet under, but not being able to see the waves. 
So I actually do have experience with hypnosis. Really? <laughs> Not sexy. Say <laughs> more. So at my in my high school. <laughs> oh no, I know exactly <laughs> where this is going. It was uh like the senior night out and oh we went on this like boat cruise. And there was a hypnotist on the boat cruise. <laughs> And was this a universal experience for like kids in high school in Washington State? I think maybe. <laughs> because I definitely did the same thing. Um, and I volunteered cause, because of course I did. Folks, she's a Leo. I have to be on the stage. <laughs> and then also my cousin volunteered and we were put into hypnosis. And the thing that I remember was like, you have to kind of want to be put into hypnosis for it to work. Yeah. And I am always... You have to always, be suggestible. Yeah. I'm always going to be like, do it for the show. Yeah. Do it for the entertainment. So I was like full in. Mm-hmm. And I remember like being very aware of my surroundings, but just being like, I'm not going to care about it. Mm-hmm. And like the other thing that I remember is that once... And there's like two other people on the stage... Uh, besides me and my cousin but once we were all hypnotized a bunch of people like yelled from the audience don't make them do weird stuff they're related (laughs) (laughs) at least they were looking out they were looking out yeah thanks guys because there was like some where there was like a fake like dating element or something and everyone was like no No! (laughs) this could be weird so they had your back what did it feel like I felt unworried about stuff. Again, it was like giving my agency over. You're just in subspace. And so you're just like, oh, everything here is fine. Yeah, I'm just going to trust. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't trust this like random hypnotist, (laughs) but I was like, I, there was like this like lens of because we've created this situation where I don't have to take responsibility for myself and my actions, mm-hmm. my anxieties fled. That's so interesting. I also used to hypnotize chickens. <laughs> Turns out Katie has a lot of experience with hypnosis. <laughs> wow. Like all, I think it's all coming back to me. So chickens? growing up. <laughs> Katie. Yeah, so growing up, there was this kid that lived in the property behind, like the green belt behind my house. Uh, and they had chickens. And uh, this is like before I was on the internet all the time. Uh, we would just go and hang out. And the kid that lived there would pick up a chicken and hold it like in his arm like a baby. And then you take two fingers and you go like this over their eyes like 10 times. And what I'm doing is I'm doing like a peace sign. And I am like hovering my two fingers, pointing at me back and forth over my eyes. And then we would just set the chicken down and it just would not move. (laughs) Yo, you put that chicken in subspace. (laughs) I'm so sorry, chickens. You didn't consent to this. Oh, God. They were fine. All the chickens were fine. They're fine. They eventually clucked around. No chickens were harmed. Anyway, back to getting tail fucked. It was what I had wanted since I had seen her magnificent body, the chance to be constricted, to feel my bones and muscles almost crack, and knowing that they wouldn't, knowing that I was with my mate, my monster who wanted me, 
Just as the pain became almost unbearable, I felt the pressure relieved. I gasped for more air, a moan leaving me as her muscles loosened around me. Good girl, princess. Your skin was so pretty when it became bright red. I loved how lost you looked, so giving. Leave it to monster smut to give me a new thing that I can never attain. (gasps) (gasps) I'm so sorry. (sighs) Her arms came around me, her hands cupping my breasts as she kissed my neck. A shiver worked down my spine, her voice sultry and dark. Spread those pretty legs again for me, princess. I obeyed, opening them wide. I felt my body lift and wondered what the two of us looked like right now. A human being being held open by a beautiful snake woman, a powerful naga. I felt the bulbous tip (laughs) of her tail against me, brushing my opening. This is the other thing about your monster girlfriend. Mm -hmm. They have like another thing to fuck you with innately to their body that Mm -hmm. isn't a dick and isn't their hands. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you want my tail, princess? Please. Please, please. I wanted it so much for her to fill me, to rub my clit again. Tail or tongue, princess? Or do you want the strap? I wanted it all. (laughs) (laughs) Ella. Kindred. kindred I feel that. I'll fuck you with my tail and then with my tongue, then with the strap on vibrator. I uh, highlighted this part. (laughs) I felt the tip of the tail plunge into me and cried out. It was like a rattlesnake's, with the same ridges every couple of inches. I gasped as it went further, spreading me. How big do you think the tail is? I was trying to imagine, and it kept like changing sizes in my head. We're both holding up our hands. (laughs) Yeah, we're both doing the Italian like hand gesture. This is too big. Yeah, no. This is too small. I imagine like the tip is like the size of your hand doing the Italian thing. And then it, oh, I wonder if any listeners are doing this right now with yeah, us. The, the mamma mia. <laughs> mamma mia, fuck me with your tail. Okay, so if they're like little bulbous things, I imagine like two golf balls at like as you go down. Yeah, yeah. Like starts as single golf ball mm-hmm. sized. Maybe even smaller, like a smaller one on top of that. Okay. Yeah. Because it would, like, kind of work you... It would honestly be really good for anal play. Yeah. Uh, Cleo Evans, can you give us the (laughs) anatomy uh, dimensions? We need to know. I didn't recognize the cries coming from me, my voice echoing as she fucked me. I moaned as her torso moved from behind me, my back now against the thicker part of her tail. It held me up as she snaked around my body. Her body allowed her to do many things to me. And I cried out as her forked tongue lapped at my clit. Mm. We need like cigarettes. <laughs> I, I don't even smoke and I, I need a cigarette. She was wrapped around me now, a serpent bound around their prey. The next time you come, your hypnosis will break at the same time. I'll count to three, princess. One, two, Three. The orgasm that hit me was one sent from a goddess. The hypnosis broke as I came, my cry bringing me to a different sort of reverie. Naomi kissed up my body and I shivered, my muscles relaxing. Such a good girl, she praised, cupping my face. <sighs> I moaned, blinking as if I had just woken up. That was, oh my God. Naomi chuckled. You're all mine, Ella, and that means it's my job to bring you all the pleasure I can. 
I wanted to make her come now. I realized that she hadn't yet, and the realization became a mission. Mood. What about you? I asked. I want to make you come. I'll do whatever you want me to. I want to explore you. Naomi leaned back, her bright blue eyes studying me with a new light. All right, little princess, if you really want to. Let's see if you can make me come. Damn. <sighs> Dropping the gauntlet. We're uh, going to see what that snake pussy looks like. Naomi's point of view. Ella was still flushed from coming, but recovering didn't stop her from exploring me. I watched her, already wet from the experience we had just shared together, ready for her to touch me, to kiss me. Would I let her? That was the question. I had never let someone do the things to me that she let me do to her. I hadn't ever let someone make me come to make me scream. This bitch is like centuries old. Mm-hmm. Which seems like maybe you should have let somebody make you come by now. Yep. <laughs> Just, yep. I'd always been the one in control. The one to take. Tops deserve orgasms. <laughs> orgasms for tops. <laughs> right? Put it on a sign. Campaign. <laughs> a campaign I could get behind. <laughs> or maybe under. Oh. Hmm. To the side. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. But now I wanted to know what it would feel like to come at her fingertips. I was patient as she ran her hands across my tail, her touch light. She followed the grain of my scales and then ran her hand over the softer underside, drawing a moan from me. How does this... She drifted off, her face heating. <laughs> I knew her question. The one we all have. What that snake pussy do? She didn't know how my body worked, and I was more than happy to show her. Give me your hand, I said. Ella held her palm out, and I took it, folding her fingers so that she would be able to stroke me with two. Her lips parted, her eyes widening, as I held them to my lips and licked them, and then slid them down my body to my opening. Oh, she whispered as I slid her two fingers into my slit. Another groan left me as she moved her fingers, stroking me. The more she stroked, I felt my skin become taut as it swelled, revealing my clit and opening like a flower unfurling. Fuck, she whispered. You have the most amazing vagina I've ever seen. <laughs> that sounds so pretty. It's also hot. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a level of like, because like, well, when, you know, someone with a vagina is aroused, like blood does yeah. flow there and like it does like engorge in a way. Yeah. Not, like it unfurl a little bit maybe. I think that one of the beautiful things about monster fucking too is that anatomy discovery and then just sort of knowing that like, yeah, whatever it is, I'm, I'm, I'm down. down. Like, show me the moves. I'll do it. I snorted and was about to respond, but she pulled her hand away and replaced it with her tongue. I gasped and then moaned, my head falling back. She flicked her tongue across my clit, gripping my hips. Part of me had wondered if she would run away from me. Part of me had wondered if she could accept that I really was a creature. But all of those doubts were now drowned by the pleasure she was bringing me. She hadn't even hesitated. Good girl, I praised, curling my fingers into her silver hair. She groaned and then buried her tongue inside of me. Ah, oh, fuck, I whispered. All of the things I wanted to do to her, but letting her do this to me. I didn't usually let my lovers attend to me this way. I had always taken gratification from making them come, but had usually avoided allowing them to pleasure me in return. Naomi's a stone top. 
Are you familiar with this term? Uh, I am, but maybe for our <laughs> listeners. So, um, especially among lesbians, uh, a stone top is a top dominant pleasure giver type person who doesn't really like to be touched or pleasured themselves. And so they tend to be the, the big giver in the relationship. And a lot of the time, well, maybe not a lot of the time, but I imagine there's a lot of like trust and vulnerability issues generally with being submissive in that way or like giving up control of any kind. Yeah. And maybe, maybe for a stone top to that, like they just get their pleasure from pleasuring somebody else and it's not necessarily important to them to get it back. I don't know. Uh, if you're a stone top, write please in. write in. <laughs> we want to know what, uh, what makes you tick. All the years of denial were shattered by her little human mouth. She drew back for a moment, licking her lips. You taste really good, she said, smirking. Does it feel good when I do that? You know it does, princess. And if you stop again, I'm going to spank you. (laughs) She grinned but went back to lapping at me, focusing her efforts on my clit while slipping her fingers back inside of me. I gasped, the rest of my body curling around her as my back arched. Don't stop, I gasped, my command not as commanding as usual. That's so hot, mm-hmm. like the top kind of like succumbing to... Oh my god. It's like kind of that switch dynamic mm-hmm. is something that I love. Yeah, so. this is absolutely a power exchange, and Naomi is giving up some of her power right now. It's Fucking hot. I watched her eat me out, her body nestled in my bright scales. Another moan left me as a surge of pleasure started to build. I gripped her head harder and gasped. With one final stroke, I came hard. The two of us groaned together, mine twisted into gasps as she continued to lick up my essence, eager to get every drop. The two of us melted together, my eyes closing as I relaxed. That was good, I whispered. Ella giggled, resting her head between my breasts. I didn't even play with these, she said, squeezing one of them. I grinned, kissing the top of her head. You'll get your chance after I use the strap and vibrator. I wanted her all over again, to hear her cry and watch her squirm. I liked having her nestled at the center of me like this, mine and only mine. I lifted her chin, looking at her. Her eyes widened, but then her mouth met mine. Fuck, the same stab of need came all over again. I needed her to let me kiss her, to let me fuck her, to let me love her. It's also so sapphic to just keep fucking. You never have to stop. <laughs> the, and like, it's not necessarily about like length of time that makes sex good. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I think there's a direct correlation between uh, people who have vaginas that I've been with uh, tend to have been the people who will have like the longest fuck sessions. <laughs> Well, there's no physical limitation, is there? Yeah, and so you with, can with just... With a dick, it can come a certain amount of time. Maybe, like, two or three if it's, like, really spicy, and then it's kind of like, you need some recharge time. Mm-hmm. Is that, what, re- refractory stage? Yeah, exactly. The realization scared the fuck out of me. We were tumbling so fast, and I had known that would happen. I knew what I had asked for when I had gone to the barista, <laughs> but I hadn't expected <laughs> it to feel like this. God, I just came, and I want you all over again, Ella moaned. Are you certain you want more? If you do, then I do. 
Who needs sleep? <laughs> Ella's one of us. So gay. Ella's one of us. <laughs> Ella, we would be, Ugh. we'd be besties. I love her. She sounds fun. I know. To be honest. What a vibe. Good. Go lay on the bed, princess. I said, knowing now exactly what I was going to do to her. The need to play with her was enough to draw a soft hiss from me. I uncurled my tail from around her, watching her like she was my prey as she crawled onto the bed. Her ass really was perfect. Face down, limbs spread. Love a face down Mm. moment. Face down, ass up. Beautiful. I slithered towards the bed now, leaning over the edge. She looked up at me with such trust and vulnerability. I slid the blindfold over her, making sure that it fit well. I'd already fucked her with my tail, and now I would fuck her with my toys. Great. (laughs) I pulled the harness on. I'm trying to imagine, because you're just a tube when you're a snake. Yeah. Oh, so it's just like a belt. I wonder if it has, like, suspenders. (laughs) I can imagine that being really hot, actually. Right? Kind of a fit. <laughs> kind of a fit. I spread her legs further and then went back to the foot of the bed to grab the strap-on and lube. Like this kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. I'm showing Katie a very high-end Ukrainian uh, bondage Get shop up. right now. And they've got some fantastic full-body harnesses. Oh, if anybody wants to sponsor us, by the way... <laughs> Wait, I think this is the next section. Did we go all the way into it? Yeah, this is where the werewolf dick starts. Oh, fuck. Here. Wow. <laughs> I thought they were two scenes. Our listeners are like, what the fuck do you mean, werewolf dick? I'm sorry. <laughs> do you want me to take over this? I think I didn't take realize over. it was all one scene. <laughs> That's so gay. That's so gay. Uh, please do. Yeah. I pulled the harness on, smirking at the cock I now had. This one wasn't your normal human cock. Instead, fitted as though I were a werewolf with a knot. Yes! Yes! Yes. (laughs) I have a whole drawer of different dicks fitted after different creatures, I said, moving on to the bed. I want to see your dick drawer. Girl, have us over. I feel like it's just... The Babeland shelf. Yeah. Where they're like all displayed nice. <laughs> With nice like underlighting. Yeah. Mm. This is beautiful. <sighs> oh, to be a princess. Not that we need it. We both know dicks aren't what make you come, but I still like to play with them. <laughs> Deal. You're so right, Naomi. Yeah. I love that line. We both know dicks aren't what make you come. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got to get that clit action in there. Yes, and at least yours will stay hard, she whispered. (laughs) Fuck! So savage! Drawing a snicker from me. Fuck, I'm still recovering from your tail, but I want this. She arched with a moan, responding to my touch with little gasps. I leaned back, studying her ass again. I wanted to bite her there. Hmm, I hummed, cupping one of her cheeks. In one quick motion, I spanked her, enjoying the way she yelped and her skin bloomed red. Oh, baby, I teased, immediately rubbing the spot. How much pain do you really like? Good check-in. Also, have you spanked people before? Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, no, it's so much fun. Both sides of it are great. Mm-hmm. But, like... I, I will say I'm usually on the receiving end of that. Mm-hmm. It's, like, 
there's something just innately like fun about spanking someone (laughs) yeah and like but also it's like still very hot it is like it is incredibly fun (laughs) it's true it's bouncy and like it's bouncy you see me like flexing my hands about to smack me (laughs) these hands (laughs) do it again she rasped please begging already little princess I'll beg more if you want. <laughs> I slapped her ass even harder this time, rubbing the spot before striking her again. She gasped, her yell falling into another cry. Oh, baby, your ass is so cute when it's red. I leaned down, running my tongue over the spot. Fuck, she gasped. I want you inside of me again. I grabbed the bottle of lube and poured some into my palms, rubbing it over the hard shaft. Fuck, I couldn't wait to hear her scream again. I ran my fingers through her folds, pushing them inside of her. She moaned now, her hips moving. Her ass was still bright red, her legs spread. On your knees, princess, I commanded her, slipping into the way of communication that I loved. It was intimate and something that only certain people in my life were allowed into. Ellen moved up onto her knees, propping herself up to the perfect height. I wonder if it's like two-way then, the like mental communication. Oh no, she responds right here actually. Good girl, I praised. Look how beautiful you are, presenting yourself like this to me. I'm yours, she answered. Like, Mm -hmm. in her mind. Huh, beautiful. Fuck, I was a goner. I slowly pressed the tip against her, easing the cock inside of her. Her little gasps already had me wet again. Have you ever used a strap-on before? Yeah, it's great. (laughs) It's so much fun. I haven't used, like like really strappy strap-ons i've used stuff that have kind of been like wearing like boxer briefs basically oh i've seen those yeah Yeah. um with like the hole in the front yeah it is very fun and like i don't i don't have any other notes but like i have a really cute strappy set um don't even get me started on like double dildos (laughs) That's actually the one that I use. Always. I think we went and bought that together. Yeah, no, we did buy yeah. that together. I was like, this is a really great model. No, you totally brought me to Babeland and I got oh. my first, what is it, Fieldo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I, I can't find the link right now. But I found a really beautiful, like, leather strappy, like, kind of pretty one. Because mm-hmm. a lot of them look very utilitarian and, like, I yeah. don't know, military grade. And I'm just yeah. like, no, I want to look pretty in my strap on. Yeah. So I found Fair. a cute one. I'll show you later. Yeah, show me later. I went slowly, knowing just how tight she was. You feel so good, she moaned. I reached around, stroking her clit as I eased into her even more. I ran my other hand down her back, clawing her as I began to thrust. Hot. Mm. That's the other thing, nails. Mm. Mm. I fed off the power of making her submit, of knowing that she was giving herself to me. Everything that I had dreamed of this week paled in comparison to the feeling of actually taking her how I wanted to. I pumped into her, rubbing her clit and fucking her harder than I had with my tail earlier. I'm going to come again, she gasped. Fucking come for me, I growled, thrusting harder. Fuck, already! Her last word was a yell as she shuddered around me, her muscles tensing as she came again. I moaned, slowly pulling out of her. The two of us sank into the mattress, our breaths hard. I've never... She was panting, her words said between breaths. Fuck, ah, I've never come this much before. I've never let someone make me come. 
What? <laughs> she wheezed, propping herself a up. Moment too. What? <laughs> How old are you? Yeah, I whispered, thinking about the revelation. Wow, she whispered. I love orgasms. I love making women come. I love watching them submit to me, knowing that I'm bringing them pleasure. Sometimes it's hard to receive the same attention that I've always tried to give. I trailed off, turning to look at her. Thank you for that. Not going to lie, I really do align with this a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, Katie is a stone top. Am I just realizing that even though, like, I'm pretty switchy, I'm like, oh, it is, like, very much about the other person. Big top energy, for sure. And I think it's because it's, like, it takes me so much focus Mm -hmm. that, like, it's hard for me to entertain, because I have to be in such, like, a specific space to feel, like, almost, like, safe enough or, like, comfortable enough to come. Totally. No, I'm the same way. Like, if my feet are cold, no fucking way. Yeah, absolutely. Turn the heat up. (laughs) Arousal is very mental and contextual, especially for people with vaginas. And so if there's anything that is hitting the brakes on your arousal, like, you're probably not going to be able to come. And so it is both your job to vocalize and also your partner's job to try to make sure that there's nothing hitting the brakes on your arousal and you're all just like full force on the gas, baby. Yeah. Another thing um, is that, so I have ADHD. Mm. Um, And so create, I have to be like very, like, it's not subspace, but I have to be in like sexy space. Yeah. Which I think you know what I mean when I say that. That's contextual arousal. Yeah. Um, And like, it's so easy for me to be pulled out of that space by distractions Mm -hmm. that like either someone has to be so overwhelming for me and give me so much sensation and be like kind of like controlling stuff for me so that I don't leave that space Mm -hmm. because my brain will just go a thousand (laughs) other places anything on the wall or it has to be that I am paying attention to all of these things at once Mm. for someone else Oh, that's really interesting. I don't know how else to put it. Like, it's kind of like either, it's like two extremes. Yeah. That's so fascinating. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. More you know. The more you know. Brains. They're fucking weird. How do you feel about a bubble bath and sleep? I asked. Like, that would be a great idea. Do you have a bath big enough? Of course I do. I laughed. It's kind of like a jacuzzi. Then yes. Ella said, her eyes wide. That sounds wonderful. If you ever come to my apartment, I don't know what we'll do. Break your bed, first of all. Oh, God, she laughed. It would be fun, though. It certainly will be, I teased. Damn. I'll run the bath, we'll relax, and then we'll finally catch some much-needed sleep. It's like not B-D-E, it's like B-T-E, big tail energy. (laughs) Oh, I fucking love that. That's my dream. Like... Yeah, carry me to a bath, giant snake woman. <laughs> and it would have to be giant because she's a giant snake woman. Yeah. It's a lot of tail to get into that bathtub. And you know it's got jets. You know she's got like fancy shit in like jars. Yeah, dude. There's nothing in that bathroom that's going to be like straight out of a plastic bottle. This bitch has bath bombs with actual. Yeah. Oh, the Aesop bath bomb. It's all like Aesop shit, which is, if you don't know, they're like, (laughs) it's so fucking bougie. So one recurring trope in this, and I think in all romance in general as a genre, is this like, it's almost 
a part of the fantasy to have access to new resources. Mm-hmm. And so the thought of getting with this very hot princess who seems to have unlimited wealth seems to be a part of the fantasy. It's almost like we live in like a capitalistic society. It's almost like we live in hell. And uh, so much of our comforts are designated by our earning potential. Yes. And so many other things. Uh-huh. Yeah. It is a big fantasy. <laughs> I think the flip side of that that I like that was discussed in this book is mm. this like imposter syndrome mm-hmm. stuff that comes up. She's like, who am I to be with you? Which I think is another very like, I'm going to put my little my, my little anti-capitalist hat on here where it's like, oh, your your self-worth is also directly tied to the amount of like money you make yes. and your influence. It's all about your resources. And it's like, they was like, uh, fuck that. Yeah. And so it's nice that that like feeling is acknowledged mm-hmm. as a worry. Cause I know I would be worried about that. Yeah, I would have dude. to struggle through those feelings. Income discrepancy is one of the top reasons that couples argue and break up. And then to have the person be like, that doesn't matter. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Like multiple times is the other part of mm-hmm. that fantasy. That is a part of the fantasy, isn't it? Oh, mm-hmm. I love it. So uh, Ella and Naomi go on to basically have another encounter with the evil ex. And then Naomi's like, I'm going to lock this down. We have to do the mating ritual, which... And by encounter, real quick, <laughs> I... <laughs> You're glossing I glossed over. over a lot. Uh, she, The evil ex tries to, like, kidnap her yeah. and take her. And all this shit. She gets rescued by some other characters. The barista is there at some point to take care of stuff. Yada, yada, yada. Continue. Yeah, yeah. And so in order to... uh, We do have... Folks, it's our favorite trope. Or is it our least favorite trope? It's It's definitely the one that happens It's the the one that happens every single time. Because I think part of the fantasy is that, uh, I don't know, guarantee of security, I guess... That's right. We're talking about magical monogamy, which in this case involves uh, Naomi pumping her venom into Ella (laughs) and seeing if she survives, which seems like a fucked up little ritual. But I mean, go off, queen. I mean, it's like, was it like if she survives, she's the one? (laughs) Yeah, it seems like a lot, but okay. (laughs) I will say, as far as magical monogamy goes, Mm -hmm. this one... I think was in a better camp than others because it wasn't something that happened before they started seeing each other. It mm. wasn't like a switch that got flipped. It was like a there I was a choice. You. Yeah, there was a choice where it's like to become mated, which means this obligation. This is what happens, and mm-hmm. then we will like reach this new echelon of closeness and all that stuff. You were just looking at ball gags right now. <laughs> You should maybe not narrate what I'm doing on my computer over here. No, I want to show you my cute little my strap-on Wait, that harness. Is cute. Isn't it cute? And the booty. Yeah. It's very pretty, folks. Oh, there was a couple other moments. Yes. Some fresh moms. Where I just uh, want to go through some popular highlights. One was there's a scene with some 69 in it. Yeah. Ella's like, how did I get so lucky? Yeah. And Naomi's like, I'm the lucky one, I said. Now sit on my face while you eat me out, princess. I want to suffocate. 
we've all been there. Yeah, I think there's this really tender way where they t- kind of like talk about insecurities without talking about insecurities, yeah. which again, very sad. There's a lot of reassurance going on in a very sweet and kind I of funny way. Love like, it's it. very playful. Um, like face sitting is very, very hot. And I remember the first few times that I like tried it, I was really self-conscious yeah. about like weight or like hurting yeah. somebody or like all this stuff. And it takes, and still does, you know, like a level of like, I need you to tell me how much you want this. Yes. Actively and continuously because there's a lot of stuff tied up. Mm-hmm. into it and if i'm at all distracted by it this isn't gonna that, be those great are some breaks on the arousal and you're not gonna get there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's just like i need you to choke me out with your pussy <laughs> i'd be like damn okay cool cool because cool. i got a lot of thigh that was the long and short of it yeah i liked how kinky this one was yeah but like in a very approachable way. Yeah. I don't know how else to put it. And like, that's how kink should be. I feel like BDSM gets a bad rap for being kind of like scary or overwhelming or intense or like, why would you want that? But I mean, BDSM, when it's done, you know, safe, sane, consensually, it takes place in relationships like this, where it's such a safe space. Like, it's such a safe space. And it's done in a way that makes you feel. Like, I don't know. What You're both about. equally contributing to a scene. Yeah. And it's like, there's, for me, there's always been like an undercurrent of lightness. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's like BDSM, BDSM has never felt like heavy so or oppressive. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not like I can't escape this yeah. right now. You know, it's, it's not, not like, like I don't want this because I do. And like, in relationships hopefully there's like a level of like curiosity and Mm -hmm. humor that you're bringing to everything there will be funny moments there always are in sex and then it's like and then we're back on course Uh uh uh-huh uh-huh it just felt that's hot that's hot yeah like i think this was very Mm -hmm. similar to my own experiences is how i'll put it yeah same here i love the chemistry between naomi and ella they had a, just a really good communication cadence going on. Their banter was very fun. And uh, I think banter might be my number one kink. So did it for me. Literally just talk. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. like my favorite shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk to me, at me, with me, respond to me. I love it. Exactly. Should we do smash or pass? <laughs> should we do i'm gonna i'm gonna answer for both of us right now this is gonna be the shortest smash or pass section smash 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 both of them hulk smash both of them at once maybe smash all yes a hundred percent incredible so in i want to just be invited i'm very i'm very sure of this like it, i'll be in the jacuzzi <laughs> yeah. just waiting in there like fucking witcher yeah <laughs> we both did the arms up thing i'm in my barrel tub <laughs> um yeah a, a hundred like a hundred percent yeah same same i think this is the first book we've read where we would equally smash both of them i think you're right hmm i wonder why yeah maybe it's because it's, it's uh-huh. sapphic hmm 
great uh cleo evans great job yeah uh this did make me want to read some of your the other works and you have a ton of of queer representation yeah and i was really excited to find you so if you listen to this thank you we appreciate you. you keep it up um once again this is not a literary podcast we are just here to have good times and we love all of the books that we've been reading for this so yeah thank you to the authors out there who are ready to be their freak selves and write this delicious smut for us because we're just over here like scrumptious nom 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 yummy thank you Uh, in the meantime, thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. We recently had a milestone where we found out that over 100 people every week are listening to this smutty show. 100 weird sluts. I love you all. And seriously, like, thank you guys. And please share this so that other people who are the closet monster fucking <laughs> pervs that y'all are. There's more of us than you might think. They need to know they're yeah. not alone. And also, please leave a review, rate us on the well, whatever podcast app you use. It really does help us out. And I would just, I'd love to read some more reviews. There's, there's we not enough. need feedback. Please, because, again, we're broadcasting into the void right now. But, yeah, <laughs> it's just us, it's and it's not enough. Us, yeah, we are just like little sluts for some some feedback. Mm-hmm. So like. Maybe just give us a little something to know. Yeah. Thank you to everybody who's emailed us so far. It really does make our entire day. Uh, you can email us at letsgobumpinthenight at gmail.com. Follow us on all the social medias at letsgobumpinthenight. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's it. <laughs> Ta-ta. Oh, a new one. <laughs> Ta-ta's. TTFN, ta-ta for now. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks so much again for listening. Uh, You may have noticed it's been a hot minute since we've been able to release something. That's just because life kept getting in the way. And even though this podcast is a ton of fun to make, it does take a considerable effort to do so. So over the past few months, we have decided to create a Patreon to try to make it a little bit easier on ourselves to make this possible. So if you're interested in supporting us and the podcast and maybe getting some bonus content in return, then consider going to patreon.com slash let's go bump in the night. That is patreon.com slash let's go bump in the night. Thanks so much. Stay sexy.